Good morning, Rabboisai. Lidu Nishmasimi Mirosi Rusmas Mordechai. Today, no sponsors. Only one thing. It's a tremendous achievement. And this is not to toot my own horn. This is a partnership. Tyre's horn. 450 straight days for a person who's not known for consistency. And it's it's a partnership. Without every one of you, without the people behind the scenes, Gary, Noam, Avi, Yosef, Yeshua Aaron Price, who's in Chicago now, the Seltzer boys up there in the booth. Who else? Who am I missing? You guys. But no, every, every email, I was going to read this amazing email, but I hear that Michael Cohen is on. Is Michael Cohen on Zoom? Does anybody see him? If he is, I'm going to read the email about his father. You see him? Ellie Dykman, you see him? Anybody see him? He's on Zoom. All right, uh, before we get to the email, I just want to show you this a picture. Here's a picture of Mordechai Ness listening to the daf in the car on the way to the country for a family ski trip. Not only is he listening, Looks like he's a shtickle watching. He put it right, I don't know, you tell me. But in New York, they know how to drive, so it's, it's Seder. This, this kind of thing's okay? Huh? I'm not, uh, I'm not talking about people that drive like you. People that drive like me and Mordechai Ness could do that. Rabbi Isai, here's the mishpacha. Let me explain to you what's going on here. Last night, the CEO's sister got married in Lakewood. And when the CEO's sister gets married, people from all over New York come to participate in the Simcha. But this picture, there's a bunch of pictures, this picture sums it up. I'll explain. You have here from every type of Yiddishkeit, basically. You have here the super from guy with the closed button, with the, the, the ties are stickled down, doesn't really match over here on top. This is Rabbi Bergman himself. It's Choshev a rub. Right? Not a rub, it's a guy. Here you have Yisrael Goldstein with the Bieber hit, a chassid. Here you have Mordechai Ashkenazi, yeshiva guy, slash, I'm not interested in wearing my hat. Next to him, you have Phil, Ash, Phil Uncle Phil, Uncle Phil with the Kippah Sruga. Next to him, CEO, okay. Over here you have Yehuda Shuk, clean-shaven guy with a, with a black hat. And then you have here the in-between guy, the black hat, with the smaller beard. He's not in this Madrego, but he's not over here. He doesn't have the white beard with the tied down. It's, so you have everybody. This is a mishpacha. This is what it's all about. M-D-Y. So kalakavod for everybody. Let me read this email real quickly. This will do tshuva for me. Not really fully understanding who we were saying Tehillim for. Let's see. It's a very long one. Um, okay, we don't have a lot of time. Rebbe, well, I want to say, I stay in the background and let my good friend Shlemy Klein from Crown Heights have the spotlight. I feel compelled to email This is from Avi Freilich. I don't even know if you know Shlemy Klein, but he says he's good friends with him. I feel compelled to email you for the following reason. You've mentioned Michael Cohen many times in the last year without me thinking that it could be my close chaver, Michael Cohen from Englewood, New Jersey. When that was sponsored by Michael Cohen for his father's refuel Shlem, I saw the name and began... Uh, I knew his father's full name, so I decided to reach out to him last Tuesday. The kids are, I then learned this past month of that my friend Michael Cohen lost his father, Bianco Cohen, last Tuesday. And I knew right away it was indeed my friend, Michael Cohen. So first of all, I want to be Menachem Oval, and me too. I did leave a message. I couldn't get through. It's a tremendous loss that they sustained. A tremendous loss to Klai Yisrael suffers as well. Secondly, I feel compelled to tell a story about Rabbi Cohen, who's Moshgiach Ruchni of the famous Telzi Yeshiva in Cleveland, Ohio, for decades. Didn't know. Michael Zanov. He always talk about, he spoke about Mayanova. He stuck me a bunch of times. But he's on. He didn't say, oh, my father, you know, the famous Rabbi Cohen did not grow up from, and did not go to Yeshiva for elementary school. When it came to high school, his father wanted more for his son, decided to send his son to Tells. In his first year in the school, he came home for winter break and told his parents he was not going back. It was not for him. He was a fish out of the water and was out of his element. One night during the break, he walked by his parents' room. Psh. Ah. And he heard his father crying. 
about the fact that his son didn't want to go back to yeshiva. He heard those cries and internalized them and on the spot resolved, resolved himself to return to Tells. He not only returned, but never left. He became a holy tzaddik. Known to all the daily Israel. Ay, 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 it's mama, emotional. I cry as I write this story as I remember how much it moved me when Michael told it to me 20 years ago and how it still moves me today. The Ebsh that loves when we cry out for him and our children, those fathers' tears produced a huge life of Klai Yisrael. The father's tears that night produced a huge life of Klai Yisrael. We all be to have the Ebsh listen to our cries and ensure that all our precious children end up on the derech of Torah mitzvahs. Amen. Michael, my dear friend, may your and your family be comforted and suffer no more pain. May your father's and shaman have the highest aliyah and be a melech yoyesha for your family and all of Klai Yisrael. Sincerely, Avri Psh, Beautiful. Unbelievable. I know, but we're at 722. Thanks, okay. Judah. Next time you say the share, you'll do it the way you want it, but we've got to go. We've got to give share. Thanks. Wow. Thanks, so all, I, I do want to say one thing. Um, Michael, this is a message to Michael. For your father's neshama's aliyah, aliyah's neshama, you should take upon yourself to learn the daf and never, never miss a day this year. It will be a for you, your mishpacha, for your father's neshama. May the neshama have an aliyah. Rabbi Sai, we are holding uh, two, four, six, eight, ten, twelve, twelve lines from the bottom. Even though we did it, it's Kedai to say it again. Just Chazara, it's Erev Shabbos. Uh, and a quick riddle. You hear Judah? Quick riddle. What individual, they perform a bris meal on him and he becomes Tommy. And if you know the answer to that, for how many days? Okay, we'll see it in the sugya later, Bezer Hashem. Says the Gemara. Rav Yosef, on Shavuos, Omar, Abdili, Egla, Tilta. That's always in the Gemara, the best type of meat. Third born calf. Omar, if not for this unbelievable day of Shavuos of Matan Torah, I would be just another person. I was like to learn Torah and become Rav Yosef. Rav Sheshes, called Tlosin Yoimim Mahadalei Tamuda. We're learning this because we're going to get into some Sachem Sugi soon. So this is the Gishmak part. I mean, that is even more Gishmaker, but some of you are not on the level yet. Rav Sheshes, called Tlosin Yoimim Mahadalei Tamuda. Every 30 days he would repeat his entire learning. Vitali Vikai Beiver Dedosha. He would stand by the doorway where they had. The, the hinges, and he would say, Did anybody come up with a nigging yet? Twice. My neshama is so happy. My neshama is so happy. I saw somebody says, I forgot again. One is for Elam Azeb, and one is for Elam Abba. Loch Keroi, Loch Tanoi. It's for you, for me, myself. I'm reading, I'm learning this Torah. I'm repeating the Torah. So, Ben Yoda says here a beautiful thing. He says, why under the door? What are the hinges? He says a door is extremely, extremely heavy. Especially in those days. Imagine those heavy wooden doors. There's two hinges. One on the top, one on the bottom. One represents the seichel. One represents the heart. And when you have those two things going for you, you, you make that determination <clears throat> that you're going to learn, you're going to get into it, then it becomes easy like a door, it's on a hinge. So I saw in Gilu Elio, the kasha, <laughs> unbelievable kasha. But today, doors have three hinges. Oh, what is, <laughs> how do you answer such a kasha? The answer is, the third hinge is MDY. <laughs> very good, very good. So when you have those three things, your seichel, the heart, and you have a place to go to learn Torah, and you're into it, Akol Beseder. Zog to Gimbaro. V'omar Rebbe Lazar ilmalei Torah le'niskamu shamayim baritz. What does it have to do with Rav Sheshis? The Torah, Eini, V'omar Rebbe Lazar ilmalei Torah le'niskamu shamayim baritz. He's saying, oh, I learned Torah, so it's so good for me. Torah is for the shamayim baritz. Without people learning, you know, it's known that if you, there's not a person learning, at that moment, the, the world will be destroyed. At every given moment, there's somebody learning in some place in the world. 
It's unbelievable. When you read the Pasuk, you'd say, If HaKosh Baruch Hu didn't create day and night, it means day and night. No. Day and night means, It's referring to the Torah. That's day and night. What's day and night? The sun, the moon. No. Torah. That you learn in the day and the night. Says the Gemara, okay. To start out with, you do it for yourself, your own purposes, but at the end of the day, what happens is, it holds up the world. The world wouldn't exist without it. Okay, so now we're going back into Psachim a little bit. If we want, we could turn to the Fsama Chayom the base. And we had a big mission over there, and over there, we're talking about Machshire Mitzvah. Things to prepare for a mitzvah. It's not the mitzvah itself. They're not the mitzvah of the shechita of the carbon pesach, but removing the wart, carrying the animal to base hamigdash. And the Mishnah says, Rebbe holds. You push off Shabbos for it, and he brings a kavachaymer. Ma shechita she mishum malacha deichas Shabbos. If you could do a dairaisa, certainly you could do a derabbanon. Amalei Rishua yontav yichiach. I'll prove to you from yontav that you could do a dairaisa, but you cannot do. And then Reb Lezer said a beautiful Lashon. We haven't seen it. Maza Yeshua. What are you talking about? Yontev is Rishos. It's just to eat, to fresh. That's not a mitzvah. Korban Pesach is a mitzvah. So maybe you could push off a Rabbanon. And yesterday we had, what does Reb Yeshua hold? It's not fressing. Eating on Yontev is the mitzvah of Yontev, or at least half of the mitzvah of Yontev. Omar Avashi, Ulamai, the Kamar Nami, Even if you go with that svar, that Yantif, eating on Yantif is nothing, it's not a mitzvah, it's just Rishos, it's like Pircha. Rabbi Shua would still be correct. He has a Pircha, or at least he has a Pircha. Umay Yantif, Shaita by Melacha Shal Rishos. If on Yantif we allow, okay, I'll go with you. I will roll with you. Eating on Yontif is not a mitzvah. But the Torah allows you to shecht an animal on Yontif for a non-mitzvah. So here goes the Gavachimer. If I could do a Isidur Raisa for eating, nothing to do with a mitzvah. Certainly, you should allow not true. Says Reb Lezer, you can bring me any kavachim you want in the world. By the way, Reb Chaim Snow is here, a big course of type. He came in. He's a very famous uh, videographer. Is that how you say it? Videographer. He's done the Siyum uh, for Agudas Yisrael here in Yisrael, the, all the video and everything, and he's done stuff, work for us in the past. So, Shkoyach, anybody wants some good work, Chaim Snow, and of course, Menachem Shloss is not watching this year. Okay. Rebbe Lezer, Shvos, the mitzvah, the flay. Says Rebbe Lezer, what are you talking about? You could bring me all these Kavachimers from, from this and from that, from the other. At the end of the day, when I'm doing a mitzvah, I'm, I'm performing a mitzvah of carbon Pesach, you can push off anything. I can do any isidere. Tanya, Omer, Belezer, Umali, Imdochum, Achshir, Mitzvah, Shalach, Shkitas, Shabbos. Another Gemara goes into a little bit more. Umali, Imdochum, Achshir, Mitzvah, all these, what's Machshir, Mitzvah? Things that are not the Mitzvah itself, carrying the animal to be Samigdosh, removing the wart, preparing it for the Shkita. If I'm allowed to do that after the Shkita, after the Shkita is what? Taking it, we saw yesterday the picture. Removing the waste from the intestines. What is that? That's machshiri mitzvah. Put it on the, on the mizbeach. You're allowed to put it on the mizbeach. Shalav shkidah z'shabos. This avadli mitzvah. Le'yidchum machshiri mitzvah. Shalafnei shkidah z'shabos. If the mitzvah is already done, it's already finished. You hear the, you hear the, 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 the chap here? But the Gemara says it's a fuch halafuch. But what's the chap? If the mitzvah is done. Did the shkidah, the cut. Now it's over. So who says you're allowed to be Mechal Shabbos now? It's already, you already did the mitzvah. The whole point is to get to that mitzvah. Okay, you already got to the mitzvah. So now you're allowed to go and start scraping and puncturing holes and bringing it on the mizbeach, being makter, putting in a fire on Shabbos. Why? Wait until Mitzvah Shabbos. So, 
certainly, he said, to get to the mitzvah, I should certainly be able to push off Shabbos. Who's Rebbe Kiva? Until now, who's Rebbe Yezer and Yeshua? They're contemporaries. They were friends. They always, they always argued with each other. Rebbe Kiva is a Talmud of Rebbe Lezer. Why am I saying this? You're going to see the Lasha now. One of the most unbelievable Lashonis in the entire Shas. Only Rebbe Kiva, the Mali, who cares? It doesn't make sense what you're saying, Rebbe. It makes a lot more sense. Once I break the law, once I, I read the Shechita, so go weiter. But to, to go weiter before I did the Mitzvah, that doesn't, that doesn't work. In other words, I already had a heter. I already did shechita. So I, I allow you to do a couple of other Yisuri Darabana. I already did it. But who says I allow you to do Yisuri Darabana in order to get to that place? I didn't break anything yet. Another Sephar Rebbe Kiva tells Rebbe Lezer, Shema, you must have a puzzle. What if they open up the animal, they see that it's puzzle? So it turns out they did all these Yisurim for no reason. Yumachal Shabbos. What do you mean? Mishchan Nami lo yinishchan. So anytime, don't do shechita. You're not allowed to ever do shechita on Shabbos because maybe you'll find out that the animal that you shechted was puzzle and it came out that Yumachal Shabbos for no reason. Shem Yimotz is ever puzzle, but in some chalos of Shabbos, my friend. Hello. Ho'omar lei bereisha uparchei. Oh, by the way, here, do me a favor, Mordechai. Hang this thing up. Put it right over here, please. We've got to put the mishpacha right here. And I forgot to mention, I, I don't know if I mentioned, this is Yehuda Shuk, and this is Dovi Fine. Uh, Fink. Dovi Fink. Got it? Shkoyach. Hello. Ho'omar le'bereisha uparchei. Yeah, you know what? Rebbe Kiva started with Rebbe Lezer, and he said, Rebbe Lezer, I have a great svara. What if, what if it happens that you find that it's treif, so it's, it's a, you over shechita for no reason, you did all these things, there's not the shechita, the, the preparation for the shechita, you cut off a wart for no reason, it's, it's treif. And then he said, uparche, so then if so, shechita. And then, Kiyon comes to Rebekiva, v'ada omalei, hach demali imdachu. So Rebekiva then came with the second svara, that if you already push it off, you did shechita, so then it makes a lot of sense that you continue doing smaller averis. But to, to start off with smaller averis, to get to the point, to do a large averis, that doesn't make sense. I'm not saying averis just as a lashon, but a machshiri mitzvah. So, go back to the Samachayim Beis, in the Mishnah, says Rebbe Kiva, let me prove it to you from Hazot, somebody that touches a dead body What's that lacha? Has to go through the purifications. We had it yesterday, the day before. On the third day, the seventh day, you take from the mechatos, the ashes of the paradum in the water, you sprinkle it. I even brought a picture of what it looks like, that purple little guy, the azoi. You go like this. Great. Um, and he says, where, where is this? Oh, no. It's a big mitzvah to be ready for, to, to have a carbon Pesach. How can I, I can't bring up a carbon Pesach from a Tmei Meis. So it's a mitzvah, and it's only the Rabbanan, and it does not push off Shabbos. Says Rabbi Lezer, you hear this in the Mishnah. Adi it should push off Shabbos. It should push off Shabbos, says Rabbi Lezer. Says Rabbi Kiva, no. Maybe it shouldn't push off. Why? Maybe I should do a kavachoymer that shechita doesn't push off Shabbos. You hear this? What kind of kavachoymer is that? It says before in the Torah, shechita pushes off Shabbos. It annoyed Rebbe Lezer tremendously. Tanya, I'm Rebbe Lezer. Akiva, b'shechita shavtani. You just told me something that really upset me. You're telling me a pasuk in the Torah. In other words, something against the Torah. I know that you know that it's a pasuk. You're a Kiva. So, so why do you do it? You want to chep at me. You're bothering me. You know what? This is the Lashen. Incredible. Your death 
is going to come through Shechita. And in fact, Kiva may be even worse than Shechita. What's going on here? So first of all, we have to remember who Rebbe Lezer is. Rebbe Lezer is the Galadar. Rebbe Lezer, in the Tanah Noi, they put him in Cherem, Shamute, the famous story, he was right, Shemaim said that he was right, they, the, 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 the water came towards him, he said, if I'm right, the water should stand, stop, stop, the walls caved in, the trees. We don't pass him by Shemaim, they put him in Cherem, he refused to take it back, put him in Cherem until the day he died. Very, very sad story in Klai Yisrael. Who is Talmidim, all these famous Talmidim, Rebbe Kivim, Tarifan, all these guys. The Gemara tells us also, we learned, that <coughs> Rebbe Kiva, and when they heard that Rebbe Lezer was dying, they went to visit him. And he says, now you're coming to visit me? Chutzpah. Where were you beforehand? Why did you leave me? Oh, he was in Cherem. They had to leave him. And he, also, he said to all of them, he cursed them. He said, you should know, you're, never gonna, you're not going to live out a normal, you're not going to die a normal death. And Rebbe Kiva says, Rebbe, what about me? He was wondering, like, is this curse from over here still in effect? He says, you're, you're worse than everybody. You're going to die worse than everybody. We need to understand it. It's one of the difficult things to understand. But as I state, B'shechito And the Pek Kadesh said it, and that was it. Omar Loi, Rebbe, Rebbe Kiva, realized it's not good. He says, Don't deny me when we're arguing here in Allah. I understand you're upset, but you can't deny a fact. I heard it from your mouth. Why are you pretending that you didn't say it? You yourself said it. All I'm trying to do, as the Gemara is going to say soon, is to remind them. It's incredible what happened there. I heard it from you, Rebbe. You yourself said this. How could you argue on yourself? Says the Gemara, if it's in fact true. And Rebbe Kiv is not making this up. He heard it from him. My time So why did Rebbe Lezah take it back? In order to allow a person to eat truma, he got sprinkled with the hazah. He was able just to eat truma. The truma gufa You cannot separate truma on Shabbos that we had earlier on. So certainly, if you can't separate truma on Shabbos, you can't make truma on Shabbos. So you can't become muksher to make. You can't get the Hazot to allow you to, to do that. So, he was talking about Truma. So, Rabbi Kiva spoke about Truma. She mitzvah, and he said, Wait a minute. Truma is only, it's in order to allow a person to do Truma, which is a mitzvah. And the whole list is Shvos. Why is it Shvos? Like Rashi said over there, I'm fixing a person's body, Masak and Garva. Rabbi Lezer didn't understand what Rabbi Kiva was saying. He thought he was talking about Pesach. So he said, no, Pesach, you're allowed to do Hazor. It pushes off Shabbos. Mosev Rabba, nice try. It would be a very nice Peshat, but it's not true. Because it says, Hey, Shev Rabbi Kiva, Omar, Hazos, Tmei Meisto, Yichiach, Shechal, Shvi, Shiloi, Lioz, B'Shabbos, Uver, Pesach, Shei, Mitzvah, V'Yimishim, Shvos. We are talking about Pesach. We're not talking about Truma. We're talking about Mifurish. We're talking about Pesach. It's a mitzvah. And it's, and it's, and it's only in the Rabbanon. It doesn't push off Shabbos. And on that, Rebbe Lezer says, it does push off Shabbos. But Rebbe Lezer told Rebbe Kiva, it doesn't. And Levadi Hazor the Pesach Agamari. Of course he learned that, this halacha about Pesach from Rebbe Lezer. So then why is Rebbe Lezer arguing himself? Rebelezer, Gemore, Isakarle, Rebelezer forgot what he taught him. He was old, he was sick, whatever the reason is, he forgot it. So, and Rebekiva just wanted to remind him very gently. He said, Hey, Rebbe, you don't know what you're talking about. You're old, you're senile. You told us, Fakert. No, that's not how you talk. Sovar, love, Oyrechara. It's not their chairs to tell you, Rebbe, you made a mistake. He went very gentle. Very gentle. Rabbi Isai, I think you can learn an amazing, amazing lesson from this. Look what's going on here. Rabbi Kiva was trying to be nice. He was trying to be a Balmidas. And he's trying to, to tell his Rebbe in a very sweet, gentle way. And what happened? It backfired. And he got cursed 
to the point where his death was worse than Shechita. So Allah has kama v'kama. If a person tries to be nice and he insulted somebody by doing so, he's trying to be nice, but the outcome wasn't so nice. He thought he's being nice, but his Rebbe got insulted. And that's what happens. So if a person is not trying to be nice, he's lahach is trying to be mean. Here you see how the chumrah of Benal Mechavera is. Even by mistake, hurting somebody by mistake, could have that effect. Then the day Rebbe Kiva wanted to die, Kiddush Hashem. So maybe he was like being nice to him, Rebbe I, I don't know, but that's fine. Zog the Gemara. Basic question, V'azom time Eloi Dachi Shabbos. I don't understand. Why can't you sprinkle somebody on Shabbos? All you're doing is tiltal, meaning muktzah, you're touching, not brushus rabbi. Tiltal, you're touching. So, in order so the person should be able to bring a carbon pesach, you should be able to touch a little muktzah. What's the big deal? We're very familiar with this halachim, it's the Shabbos. That's why you're not allowed to uh, shake lulav on Yontif, uh, on Shabbos. You're not allowed to blow shofar on Shabbos. Shema Yavireno. Here's another one. Shema Yavir mechatos b'shusharavim daladamus. Perhaps somebody will carry in b'shusharavim if we allow it. Ribelezer niabre. What's the big deal? Doma ribelezer machshiri mitzvah dechnas Shabbos. You're allowed to be over a da'iraisa for Mila, the famous ribelezer. The Perik Rebbe Lezer in Mesach Shabbos that talks, that's the name of the Perik, that talks about Mila. And it says over there that according to Rebbe Lezer, I'm allowed to make a knife, I'm allowed to make metal to make a knife, or burn the whole thing, in order to get to the point of Bris Mila. So I'm allowed to do everything to prepare, even Isidar Isa. Amri, Hanimilecho, says the Gemara, Lomdashataritz. Hanimilecho, the Gavregu, Fechazi, when the person is ready and able. And he has a chiv to do it, then I could do all these isur. This person is not in the parsha yet. He's not there. He's tame. So you want to bring a person that's tame and make him available to this mitzvah? No. If a person is available, you have a baby who's able to have a bris milah. You just don't have a knife, so go ahead and make the knife. But the person is there. Over here you have a person that's not kosher for, for Pesach. You want to do all these things to make him kosher for Pesach. That's not good. Omer and therefore, Remember the famous hot water that makes a person strong. So according to Rebbe Lezer, if the, the kid is strong, in other words, he's a roy for Mila, you heat up the water. In order to make him stronger and make, perform the Brismila. Because at the end of the day, he's there. But, but if he's sick, so he's not in the parish at all, he's like a person that's Tomei. You don't heat up the water in Shabbos. Not true. If he's healthy, you don't need hot water. So, in other words, okay, so why are you heating up the water? If he's sick, he's not in the parish. If he's healthy, you don't need it. You're right. You can never, according to Rebbe Lezer, you can never heat up hot water. Because when it comes to bris milah, even a healthy baby needs it. So he's not in the parsha. So what do you do? You make sure the water is hot before Shabbos. But if you don't have hot water, you, can, you cannot go ahead and heat up the water. Ask them, back on this Lomdash Terrace that we said. If a person is in the parish or not in the parish, if the person is there, he could perform the carbon Pesach. You just need to get him there somehow. Fine. So, see, I could be Michal Shabbos. But he's not even tar. So to make him tar in order that he should be chayiv in the carbon Pesach, that we don't say. It says in the Braisa that a, per, a person who's a gadol, and he doesn't have a bris milah, he's chayiv karas. Why is he chayiv karas? So if you just read the Gemara, you think he's chayiv karas cause. Why? Levi, you just read the Gemara, why? Mm. I thought you'd say that. Says Levi, because he didn't, doesn't have a milah. No, that's not the pshat. Because of carbon Pesach. Very good. Because of the carbon Pesach. 
So there's a guy that doesn't have a milah, but he could get a milah. Why? Because he could. He should get a milah in order for him to get a, uh, to bring a carbon bezah. You hear Abayi's chap already? But he doesn't have. He, he's not. He's not in a carbon bezah because he doesn't have a milah. Right, right. Very good. Oh, the gaver the gufeloi chazi v'katonik onishkores. Alma, what do you see from this? Romechiuva alei. Here you have a guy. He doesn't have a bris milah, so he's not chayv in the carbon because he doesn't have a bris milah. You want him to get a bris milah, so in order for him to be chayv. So in other words, you have to take the step before. You have to bring him into a matzav to become tar. You let him mechal shabbos. Here you give him kares because he doesn't do it. So maybe it should be mechal shabbos in order for him to become tar in order to be chayv to. to to have a, to bring a carbon pesach. Amarabo, yeah. So one more time. You have a guy who's tummy. We said he should not. You shouldn't be mechal shabbos on him, in order for him to be tar, in order for him to bring a carbon pesach. Well, you have a guy who doesn't have bris mila. Guy that Aral says in the pasuk before, Aral doesn't bring a bris, uh, carbon pesach. But you you want him to get a, a bris mila. Go ahead, take the steps so you could you be chayiv, and then if you don't. I'm going to give you cars now for not putting yourself in that position to get the carbon Pesach. So put yourself in the position to be tar, so you can bring the car. Why are they different? Omer Abba, listen to this teretz. Amazing Ga'inesh teretz here. Very deep, and it's a, it's a three-step cheshben. Omer Abba, Kosov Rebbe Eliezer, Ein, Shoychatim, Vezorikim, Atmei Sheretz. We're going to see. It's a Shiloh, yes or no? Person who's at, at the final, final day of his seven-day tumma, or a person who touched a sheretz, he, he touched a lizard, touched a lizard, and now all he has to do is go to the mikveh that day, and at night he's, he's a hair of shemesh, he's already tar. No. Ein shoichtim b'zorkim atmei sheretz. You don't shech the carbon paste for this guy, or the guy that's on his seventh last day. Let him wait till Pesach Sheni. We just turned, sponsored by Kesher Nafshi, Zuchos, for the struggling kids in pain of Klai Yisrael. And for a forced labor for all Chal Yisrael, especially from our MDY family, please consider joining the MDY Tehillim group at tehillim.8mindaf.com. Both tzaddikim who spent $1,000 for these things. Unbelievable. So let me see where it is. Okay, we have a three-step cheshman. It goes like this. If a person touches a sheretz, he has to go be pushed off to Pesach Sheni. You don't do the tire on him. If so, if that's the case, that a yachid gets pushed off to Pesach Sheni, that means to us that a tzibor has to do Pesach Rishon. Whatever a yachid does in Pesach Sheni, the tzibur must do a Pesach Rishon. And it sounds like, And if that's the case, if the tzibur does it on Pesach Rishon without purifying themselves, without becoming tahar, then the yachid also does not make himself tahar. These are the rules. So how does it go? So what? And if that's the case, you don't have a kasha from mila. To Tahara, very different. Anything that a yachid gets pushed off to Pesach Sheni, step one, that means that the tzibur must do it when they are tummy in Pesach Rishon. And whatever exactly is by the tzibur happens by the yachid. So just like the tzibur did not do the Tahara, so Mela, the Yachid doesn't have to do Tahara. Now, let's just stop here for a second. Rashi points out. But what if I said the reverse? What if I said that if you touch your Tamisharetz, you don't get pushed off to Pesach Sheni. You got to do it right then and there. What would happen to the Tzibur? Tzibur would have to do Pesach Rishon with Tahara. That's the difference. Oh, with Tahara, then he has to do with Tahara. Step three. Because whatever the Tzibur does, he has to do. Then he would have to do Tahara. And then the question would remain, if so, let it push off, let it be Doicha, 
that we just asked. It should be Doi Pashat. Okay, that's the Cheshmer. It only works if we say that Tommy Sheretz has to be pushed off to Shani, to Pesach Shani. Therefore, the Tzibor does it on the Rishon without Tahara. And therefore, the, the, the Yachid does it without Tahara. You hear the Cheshmer? Beautiful. I don't think it's possible to come up with such an answer on our own. It's impossible. This is a Go'inesha, Go'inesha, Cheshmer de Keteretz. Says the if it happens that the whole Klai Yisrael don't have a bris milah, what do we say? Everybody go get a bris milah and let's go. That's what Moshe Rabbeinu said on the first Pesach. Remember that whole vart? It smelled like an Eden, literally like an Eden. Klai Yisrael wanted it. She so said, oh, you want it? You can come get it. But first you have to get a bris milah. So, vavid pischa. And therefore, we tell this guy, this individual, go do this bris milah, and if you don't, you get karas for not bringing the carbon pesach. However, tuma, do you call it tibur, tibura, tmeim ninu? Do you call it tibura? What did I skip? I think I said it. Yochanami amrile kum ahoyel vavid bischa. Vilimal vavid onish karas. Tuma, do you call it tibura tmeim ninu? Loy medina nalayu. But if the whole tibur, let's say the tame. We don't tell them, Tmeimais. We don't say go, go, Tmeimais, Tmeimais, but you don't say go sprinkle for Tmeimais. Why? Because the Yachid gets pushed off to Pesach Sheini. So then the Tzibur has to do it on Pesach Rishon without the Tahara. Yachinami Potter, and if the Tzibur does it without Tahara, then the Yachid also does it without Tahara. And that's why it doesn't push off Shabbos. That's why it doesn't push off Shabbos, and Arelos does push off Shabbos. I understand. If you don't get it, it's fine. That's what the Dafiyam is all about. We go weiter. If you didn't catch this, you catch the next thing. It's all good. Next cycle, you'll get it. Where are you? Something's wrong with what you're telling me here. You're, you're, this, this rule doesn't make sense. Pesach Sheini. Nobody, uh, the Tzibur never does Pesach Sheini. Vizvi Yachid. You tell me, whatever the, the Tzibur doesn't do, the, the Yachid, Pesach Sheini, the Tzibur doesn't do. No, it's because, only because they already did it in the first Pesach. Meisvei. Yachal lo yeh anush kares el shayotar. The Pesach says, if a person is not tar, or if a person is on his way, what does he do? Pesach Shani. So the Gemara asks, the price asks specifically, how do you know a Tomei Sheretz? Or all, all these Tmeim that have Erev Shemesh that night, how do you know they can become Tar? Says the Gemara Cheshman like this. Another Cheshmet. From the fact that we're looking for a source for this person that touched the Sheretz, it's obvious that we're going, we're, we're sticking with your rule. This rule. The rule number one, a Tmei Sheretz, somebody that touched the Sheretz, he has to be pushed off to Pesach Sheini. Not like the other Tzad, like rule one in this Tzad, that Tmei Sheretz would have to do it in Pesach Rishon. No, we're holding that we don't push off. We don't, we're not doy chashav. We don't, we don't check for him. We don't do anything for him. Let him go to Pesach Shani. Okay. Because if in fact you could check for Tmei Sheretz, so why are we looking for a source? This Tmei Sheretz guy is exactly like a person that's completely tar. Why? He could bring it. What's the problem? Let him bring it. Let him send the shliach. It's not a problem. Alma, so then, so what do we see? He cannot bring it. If he can't bring it, He has Oynish Karis, why? Because he could be Metar himself. So what do you see? You see that he's Mechuyiv to be Metar himself. So this is checkmate. At the end of the day, I don't have an answer for this, says the Gemara. You see, here's the situation. You don't have it with a tzibur. You do have this with the yachid. Let him be mitar himself. If he's not mitar himself, 
he gets karas? So and if so, if he has to be metire himself, he must be metire himself, then the chazra kushila duchta. Then the original question remains, why according to Rabbah, can't he be doich Shabbos doing these things? If he's not doich Shabbos, he'll get karas. He has to do it. Now we're taking it back. We're not going with this. We are going with this guy. That Atmei Sheretz, you do Shecht. He could be Tahar. He could do it on Pesach Rishon. Over here the Gemara sticks it in. Atmei Sheretz and somebody that touches a body and he's on his seventh day are identical. They're both in the final, final stretch. All they have to do is go to the mikveh during the day. And they wait until Shkia, until Harif Shemesh, until the sun goes down, then they become tired. Says Rav, amazing. You know why I'm not going to push off Shabbos for your hazah, your sprinkling? What good is sprinkling? What does it do? What does it accomplish? It accomplishes that I could eat my carbon Pesach. Now we said carbon Pesach is very, very, super important to eat it. Very important. It's like the biggest thing of carbon Pesach. That's the kapara, really. But it's not ma'akiv. My chiyuv is to bring a carbon Pesach. To eat it is very important. Eating is very important. But if I don't eat, I'm still yoytze. So for me to do something that it's not ma'akev, to get the hazaz, so to enable me to eat it, that's not, for that I'm not going to be doich Shabbos. Givaldik. Hazal, ma'ay la'achila. Achila p'sachim le'i ma'akev. Omle Remember, we had if people don't have teeth, you can't check the carbon pesach for them. So over here, you have people that can't physically eat. Why can't they eat? They didn't go to the mikvah. But they went to the mikvah. It's not Harif Shemesh yet. These people that touch the, sh- the, the, the sherets or the seventh day of the they can't eat. So isn't that like a person that doesn't have teeth? No. You're talking about people that physically cannot chew, they don't have teeth, they're very weak. They're not in the parsha at all. This person could eat. He just has a technical difficulty. He's not there yet. He's, a, he's, a, he's locked up in a room. He's in a room of Tumah. He can't, he can't get out until the night. That what? Anything that you could do before Shabbos, you must do before Shabbos. If you could have done it before Shabbos, you're too lazy, whatever happened, you forgot. Too bad. You can't do it on Shabbos. And that's the halacha. With Nanami Gabi Milo, Kai Gabi, we had the same exact halacha by Bris Milo. By the way, before I forget, Shir, Motzi Shabbos, I think 8.15. I think. Let's do for 8.15. If there's any changes, we'll discuss. I had a beautiful pshat. You know what? I'm going to say this pshat now instead of Rebbe Kiva. We'll say this on... I want to say this for Shabbos. It's very, very negev. For Shabbos, it's a beautiful thing that you can bring over to your family. I think I didn't review it, so I hope I say it the right way. I got this from two people uh, yesterday, so it's kedai to say. Rabbi Sacher Fran brings from the Talmud Rebbe. Beautiful. He asks four major kashas on Miriam and Avia. And she says, Sus From all the shira. That's, that's, that's what she had to say. He has four big caches over there. Not going to go into them because we only have 10 seconds. Says the Talmud Rebbe. You know what Miriam was saying here? She was saying that the women were tinying, and he's saying, this is a piruch ha she had. He's saying, we want to be equals. We want to be like the men. Let's go. Let's say she like the men. And she told them, everybody has their tafkid and role in life. And then she threw out the pasuk, sus v'roichvay ramavayam. What did the horses do? What, 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 why is it their fault? Why do they deserve to die? You know why they deserve to die? Because they were partners with the Mitzrim. When you're there and you're the partner, and he talks about Dafyaimi, Rabbi Sakhafran, he says, You're the wife, and you enable your husband to go learn Dafyaimi, then you are equal with your husband. That's your Maila, the equal of the husband. And I say that this applies to anybody. That's the catalyst behind somebody else's learning Torah. You go and you encourage your friend to join a daf. You encourage your friend. He has a chavrusa. You say, but let's learn every day. He doesn't have a chavrusa. He's not learning a Jewish word since he left Kailal. And you encourage him to learn the daf. Sus You are equal with him. You are on the same playing field with him. You are his partner in that thing. 
Have a wonderful Shabbos. I'll see you on Shabbos. We'll take it from here. Klalom Rebakiva. Rabbi Seitel and my serious role, Halperin, Halperin on Zoom right now. He had a triple bypass yesterday. Rabbi Seitel and for him, say, I'm going I can't believe what I'm seeing here. A boy said this is a tremendous, tremendous chizuk. A guy just had triple, not double, triple bypass surgery. I saw him right before the shear yesterday. I saw him on the shear yesterday. And I see him today. Incredible. Tremendous chizuk. You should have a refuah shleimah bekarev. I want to see you here in MDY. Bekarev mamish Rabbi Yisrael. Have a refuah shleimah. Yisrael, Yisrael, Mayor Ben Devora. Unbelievable. Wow. Chaim, you got to see this. You got to see this guy. It's unbelievable. It's incredible. Thank you. You don't understand the chizuk. The chizuk you just gave me, you gave the whole Olam. Michael Cohen, Shalom Aleichem, Amokim Yenachem, Meslem, Besod Shah, Vilatsim, Yishlaim, now you see your beautiful face. Yishkoyach, you gotta take a Kabbalah. Kabbalah, Michael. Not gonna miss a day. Gonna do this for the whole year. It's, I, I promise you, it gives your father a much bigger aliyah than all the Kadeshim you're gonna say. All the Davening Batibur. One Dav Gemara, one hour of Gemara, there's nothing like it. All right. All right. I don't know. I, the, you know, the sky's still open. We don't know. We don't know. It's crazy. One o'clock in the morning, my wife is, should I pack or should I not pack? I said, don't pack. Don't worry about it. That's not the problem. The problem is not getting there. The problem is coming back. If you say this word over, it won't be good? Hello, he brings, he brings that. The Gemara says it. The Gemara says they're horses. And Rebbe friend, what, you compare me to a horse? He mamish has that question. You gotta see this word, it's beautiful. I remember, the Gemara says it. No, it's the beauty, the, hor the horse is a partner. What could a mystery do? A mystery could get a catch up. She's the, she's the F-16 and he's the pilot. F-35. F-35. Deep down, deep down. It's, why did I say? No, deep down. You see these women, they struggle. They want to be equals, equals, equals. He says, he says, right now they allow women in the combat unit in the U U.S. Army. It's Shlusim. Hello, all these women pilots. They never let them fly in combat. They, they practice and spend billions of dollars on them so they could say they have women in the air. They never let them fly once in combat because if they get knocked down or whatever it is, whatever the reason is. What? Women fly missions? They have women in the Air Force, sir? They don't have smarter than they would. The who? It's not. The, no, it's the physical ability to, 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 to take those G's, six G's. It's physical. It's, you have to be very strong. So they, they take strong women. You have to be very quick. You have to be. Look, there's something called Danica Patrick. There's, there's, there's a woman called Danica Patrick. She's a better, she's a better racer. Danica Patrick is a better car racer, and it's physical than a lot of men. 
Now why not? Should, they can't play football, they can't play basketball like men. Okay, this thing. F-16 is harder than being a basketball player. I guarantee you. They do. They want. They don't care about ruining the body. They care. All the tests. No, because almost none of them can pass the test. That's the thing. I remember hearing Marines. I heard these lady Marines on the radio. I heard. I heard myself. And she said, "They hate us. The Marines hate us. They hate us because we can't do." Who's that? I didn't hear. I didn't hear the name. There's a lot of noise going on. Who? Yankee from Manchester. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, love it. I don't see my screen is very, very schwach. If I go like this, look what happens. Yeah, if I go like this, I can see. Where's Yankee? See Yankee? Hi. Oh, here, Yankee. I see you. Beautiful. No? If I can, if I'm not. Yes, definitely. I lose cable. If I could get like a little device that goes like this, you know, like a little rubber thing. They have these things that go. No, and then once, what happens is it get used to it. it no, it's like a mutation. Once that works, it goes somewhere else. You have to push. Good job, uh, Mr. Feinberg. What's your first name? Eliezer, you know, Mando likes you. He's your friend, Mando. You know that? You want to come see Mando again? What are we doing? We got to get, oh, where's Noam? Is Noam? Noam. Should I bring Noam here? I had Noam and... Oh, I have an idea. Why don't you take me right now? So then I can go Davin. Uh, he's, it's uh, for a short clip. People, we're talking about the first day of our share. First, first day that you weren't there. The, the, the part of jumping into it. You have an idea? 